Welcome to the Forging Excalibur podcast, a show about great men of excellence and exceptional leaders helping to bring about the Forging Excalibur legacy mission of positively impacting men across the planet, making society great one man at a time. I'm Michael Laurier and this is the Forging Excalibur podcast. Hi everyone, this is Michael Laurier, author and founder of Forging Excalibur. Today I want to talk about nice guys, but more in the context of, you know, why why do nice guys not get what they want in life and why do they not even know why they don't get what they want in life? Now, if you've listened to Jordan Peterson, you'll have heard him say that the nice guy, the harmless guy is actually dangerous. And if you haven't heard Jordan Peterson say that, and if you haven't listened to Jordan Peterson, I would suggest that you go onto YouTube and find him and listen to him. So we might ask, why could that be? Why, why is it that the nice, the harmless guy is dangerous? Well, I'm going to talk today about a guy, a, a person that I know, a man that I know, without naming names, of course, because you know we usually learn from those close to us and also from our own life experience. Now, there's a lot of stuff on Google around nice guys, and, and I've never really been inspired by what Google has to say when we search certain things. So I'll articulate based on my own experience with with men like this who have come into our circles at Forging Excalibur and who have done our programs and grown beyond the nice guy and uh, and really speaking to that because there's a bit of a dichotomy here and the dichotomy is that on the outside, the nice guy comes across as pretty much reasonably well put together in many ways, but it's just a facade and I'm going to explain why that is so the way you would experience a nice guy is that he'll be personable he'll be pleasant he'll be generous he'll most likely be one of your best friends and your biggest supporter and he'll constantly seek to please others with his words and his actions and in many ways he's the perfect man but because he'll he'll always be there he'll always be your shoulder to cry on your endless companion to the point of almost attaching himself to you, you know, because the nice guy becomes obsessed and dependent upon validation and approval to feel like he has solidified his place in your life and he has some meaning and purpose to you, not meaning and purpose for himself, but meaning and purpose to you. One of the things that the nice guy does is he will externalize everything and he'll never make anything about him. He'll make everything about you. And whilst that is whilst that is attractive in the short term, it's incredibly unattractive in the medium to long term. So this nice guy is also very ungrounded. He's usually ungrounded. He might say things like, and when I say ungrounded, what I really mean by that is there's no real solid foundation to him because he's never tried to cultivate that. And he'll say things to you like, you know, I don't want to cause problems or I like to just stay neutral. Um, I'm happy to go with the flow and, you know, things like it's it's no problem. It's never any problem. I'm happy to put aside my stuff and, and myself for you and your stuff. But he will also change his mind constantly. He'll bend to the will of others and even find it difficult to stand by his own beliefs when challenged or uncomfortable because fundamentally the nice guy doesn't actually have a strong sense of self uh, you know and he might always be there to help he'll sacrifice his own time and his energy and focus 
to provide you pretty much everything you need. And in doing so, he sacrifices his own life and his own needs. He'll essentially prostitute himself emotionally, mentally, physically even, yet he'll never ask for anything in return because he actually doesn't have standards and boundaries to honor himself in any way. So you'll also recognize a nice guy by the fact that he generally doesn't have much purpose in life. He, he usually lacks direction and focus, and he might even sometimes or often suffer from something called shiny object syndrome, where he kind of like bounces from one thing to the other, seeking that next dopamine hit because he actually wants to avoid himself and the undercurrent of dissatisfaction that he feels is in, in his own life. So, you know, he kind of sounds fine, you know, he kind of sounds fine, just a little bit lost in some ways, and aren't we all a little bit lost in some ways? But you might ask, how does that make him dangerous? Well, it makes him dangerous to himself because fundamentally he has very little confidence, almost no self-belief, and he doesn't really know who he is at his core. And as for the possibility of intimate relationships, he often occupies the position of good friend because being this way doesn't give any woman any sense of security and stability, which are vital things that most men, uh, most women, I'm sorry, seek in a man. And so he will get, you know, as they say, put in the friend zone. And he often wonders why, because according to him, he's everything that he observes and perceives that she wants. But what the nice guy doesn't understand is that most women want a man with an edge to him. I'll explain that a little bit more. So you see, attraction is enhanced when scarcity is experienced. And because the nice guy is always available to her in every way, there'll be no polarity within the relationship. There's no desire and attraction. If he ever even was able to create any of that at all, it will be short-lived because he's largely submissive, he lacks confidence and doesn't even try to cultivate direction because he feels like he has little or no ability to lead. So he defers decision-making to his partner, which is incredibly uninspiring. So all of this makes him indecisive and a procrastinator. And here's what happens when a man is like this. He just floats in life. He's constantly seeking approval. He finds it difficult to maintain relationships. He'll often feel like an outsider in his own friendship circle because they're filled with people. His friendship circle is filled with people who are attracted to others and not him. And he will doubt himself at every turn as he continues to seek validation and approval external to him. So the edge that I talked about earlier is an interesting one because it's what the nice guy lacks. And the guy who gets the girls um, or is able to maintain a long-term relationship with someone uh, doesn't lack. So that edge is a little bit of mystery. It's that hint of danger, the uncertainty around whether he'll be available or not. The edge is a man who is purposeful, directional. He's got a mission for his life and he's striving for something more. The edge is the sense for a woman that she's important, but there's a part of him that she can't possess because it's his and often he won't allow it to even be seen. It's that, it's that mystery, it's that mystique, the underlying hint of 
Um, you know, what is he thinking and will he be available and how can I get his attention? Now, don't get me wrong, like this is not about making yourself unavailable. It's about ensuring that as a man, purpose in life comes before anything and everyone else. And that's also not to say that family isn't important and people aren't important or a priority to you because of course they are. But there's this real delicate balance between purpose and family and life responsibilities and you know, and all of those other things that require us. But what I will say is that after interviewing over two two and a half thousand women for my first book, Forging Excalibur, all of them said, I think it was like 99.7% of women said that the most attractive traits they see in men is confidence, a sense of purpose and meaning in life, some, some semblance of direction in that the man has a focus and he's directed and he implements and he takes action and his decisiveness. Now, you might hear those things and it's like, that sounds like a good leader to me, right? And that's exactly what this is. And that's exactly what we're trying to cultivate in men at Forging Excalibur, this, these leadership abilities and capabilities so that they can be inspiring to themselves, inspiring to the people around them, and they actually live a good life that they can feel reasonably comfortable in but still with that edge of, you know, of, of discomfort as well because that's where growth happens. So many will listen to this thinking that's not how I was taught that relationships work and that's not how I was taught that men should conduct themselves. And, you know, maybe you'd be right on some level, but some of the best relationships I've seen, including my own with my own wife, are built upon the foundation of strong self-leadership. That's leadership of myself and leadership of my family. But we don't get to do that unless we inspire and motivate trust in others for us. And we do that by by demonstrating our leadership capabilities, by making good decisions, by being decisive, by not always being there, you know, because we have a purpose and we're providing for our families. And so that means that we can't always be there for everything all the time. And that's actually okay, right? And you actually can't do any of this leadership stuff properly whilst being the so-called nice guy that's always around, always available, lacking standards, doesn't have boundaries, the, the one who doesn't take responsibility for himself on many levels at all. Not inspiring, not attractive, not desirable. I could talk about this for a long time, but I trust that what I, what I have spoken into today is helpful And if you'd like to learn more about how to transition from the nice guy to the man whose life simply works, join our exclusive men's Facebook group called Forging Excalibur, The Training Ground. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode of the Forging Excalibur podcast. We at Forging Excalibur stand powerfully for men and encourage you to be inspired by the possibility your potential holds. Because when men go on a journey to actualize their potential, collectively we become a force for good in the world. The reality is that forging Excalibur can make our society great, one man at a time. Because when we create great men of excellence who are exceptional leaders for their families and their communities, we create a more powerful society. In a world that is fractured, forging Excalibur calls you forward into your highest potential 
to live with purpose, create happiness for yourself and your loved ones and leave a positive legacy for your children that inspires them to do the same. Join our free men's community at www.forgingexcalibur.com. Thank you.